the bottom of Samach Gimel Mabez, says the Mishnah. Ha'isha Sha'amra, you have a uh, woman, uh, she uh, says, Hiskabel li giti, basically she's pointing a shliach to be a shliach of Kabbalah, Tzricha shtei kite edim. So for this to be effective, she's going to need two sets of witnesses. Shnaim shayimim bifneinu amra. She has to bring two witnesses who say, yes, uh, you know, Mrs. So-and-so did say in our presence to, you know, Bob the Shaliach that he should be a Shaliach HaKabbalah. And another two witnesses who say, uh, yeah, we were there, we saw Bob receive the get, bifneinu kibel, and then he tore it up, the kara, which is an old minag. Uh, why exactly you have to tear it up? But that's what happened. Okay. Um, so she wants to prove later, she doesn't have to get, because it got torn up, and she wants to prove that this happened, so she's bringing these two sets of witnesses. Now, can two people double as the witnesses for the first issue, as well as the second? Yes. So if the same two people, let's call them Al and Bob, saw and witnessed the wife say to the shliach, they can also be the two witnesses who saw the husband hand over the get to the shliach. Or, you have one unique person witnessing the first thing, another unique person the second thing, and then a third guy who witnessed both. Itmar. So, in the Mishnah for a second, we have a Machokas Amoy Rain. Let's say you have a situation. You have a husband, and you have some sort of uh, trusted third party. And uh, the trusted third party is holding on to the get. Now, the husband says, Balamar Lepikodon. Yeah, I gave it to him. Not that he like had nothing to do with uh, my wife. I you know I wanted him to be the trusted party who would uh, hold on to it for the time being. Ushlishamar, but that so to speak, trusted third party says, Oh no, Lagerushin, I was a Shlicha Kabbalah for your wife, and when you handed it to me, the divorce was executed at that moment. Minaman, who do we believe in this case? Machlokas Ravhuna. And Rav Chista, Rav Huna, who I underlined, Amar, Baal Neman, we believe the husband, so they're not considered divorced. Whereas Rav Chista, who I underlined, Amar, Shlish Neman, oh, no, we believe the Shlish, and he says he was uh, appointed by the wife as Shlich Kabbalah, and when that get was handed over to him, that's when the divorce took place. Let's go over each Shita, colon. Rav Huna, who I circled now, Amar, he's the one who had said, Baal Neman, that we trust the husband, we believe the husband in this case. Why? Well, one second here. If really he had given over the document to this fellow to divorce his wife, why didn't he just give it right to his wife? Like, if he wanted to give it as a divorce, just give it to the wife. Why is he giving it to this guy? Now, Rashi on the fourth line, right before it gets narrow, says, It's got to be that this scenario is where the shlish is in the same city as the husband, is the same city as the wife. Like, they're all in the same city. So basically, if he wanted to give a get, deliver it to his wife. Why is he giving it to this guy? It must be that he was giving it to him for safekeeping, not on behalf of the fact that he was a shliach mm-hmm. for the wife. Rav Chista, who he circled, Amar, he says, no, uh, quite to the contrary. The shlish is Neeman. If the shlish says, I was a shliach Kabbalah from the wife, and when you handed me the document, that was like, boom, you're divorced. You know why he's the one who's believed? Because the husband himself gave believability to this guy. Even though the husband's claim, you have to be a pretty trustworthy fellow to have a person deposit his get isha that he might want to use in the future, might not want with you. Daha hemne. 
the very fact of what he's testifying to is he gives believability to this fellow, and since he gives believability to this fellow, this fellow says, well, you know, I was the shliach le Kabbalah. Masif Ravaba. Uh, Rabbi Abba brings the following, approximately just over two lines to next source, as a question, so we have a question on Rav Huna. Rav Huna was the one who had said that we believe the husband in that case. So um, the it's a Tosefta. It says as follows: If you have the person himself, who is the uh, the, the the one whose uh, issue is being discussed, if he himself admits something, then that's tantamount to like a hundred witnesses saying it. So if he says, uh, "Yeah, I, I do owe you know plainly a thousand dollars," that's as good as a thousand witnesses coming and saying it. He yes, he owes it. Kama ushlish. By the way, if there's a trusted third party between whatever the two other parties are, they both trusted a third party, I squiggle and on shlish, nem on mishneem. These given like ultimate believability. No matter what happens, if they both agree, yeah, we trusted, you know, honest Abe. Party number one, party number two, we both trust them, then whatever he says goes. Ketzad, how would that be? Well, Zeoimir, party number one says, kach, this is what happened. Zeoimir, and party number two says, kach, that's what happened. Well, whatever the shlish says, that's what we go with, shlish, nem on. It's pretty clear that when you have a shlish, you believe the shlish. Question on Ravuna, who said in this case you believe the husband. Well, Ravuna would answer you and say, not really a question on me, because that's in the realm of mominus, shiny mominus. De is la Mominus is something that a person can say, okay, I'm Michael, one way or another. Uh, as opposed to the issue of is she a married woman or not. I don't know if you want to say, is it a Darais issue? Is it a Darvashavarva issue? Either way, whatever the issue is, but it's definitely different than. Mominus. The problem with that is that there was a little brysa that was tacked on to the end of this brysa that said not only is this the case here, v'hatanya, two words, uchein excuse me, v'chein legitin. The same would apply for gitin. So whatever we were talking about in the brysa, it also applies for gitin. So it's kind of hard to say that we're only talking about mominus. Well, and we've seen this before, there's yeah. the specific... Uh, term gitz, which we like get ish. There's a more general term, which is like star. The problem is uh, here. We're going to say that gitzin means gite mamain. Okay. Well, what do you do with this price? That's also taught as an addendum to the first price of hatanya v'chein Now, if you want to say that gitzin would mean gite mamain, then what is a star? In other words, if you're saying v'chein l'shtarais, that must be. Other types of monetary documents. Vachain the Gitin must then mean a Gedisha. So the Gemara answers, and it does this. I have the quote of about four or five other Gemaras. When you have one Brysa, and then you have another little Brysa that is uh, tacked onto the end of it, and then yet another little Brysa, were those all taught from the same school or? One was an addendum from one mahalich, and the other one was a different mahalich. And, and the way the Gemara always words is, midi gabe hadadi tanya, were they both taught next to each other? Like, we don't know, maybe yeah, but maybe no. If it's not, then the v'chein l'gitin could actually mean gitin mamayin. And then there was a different school of thought that said that what it should say is v'chein l'shtaris, which should be shtari mamayin. But in, and if it's not definitive, that this would be a, a difficulty for Ravuna. Why would you say it's like Gite, uh, Gite, Shichro, or Gite, Shichro Avadim? Why wouldn't you say it? I could say that, okay, with you. Here they're talking about Gite, Shichro Avadim, and not Shtarot Mamanos. I think we always, we, we usually equate whatever we say by a 
Gitei Shichrei Avadim, but not Gitei Isha? Usually we equate the two, whatever we say one, we say by the other. And also the get Isha over here is that it's more of a realm of Isurin. Is she considered a married woman or not? Well, it's not. Okay. Let's not bring our Mishnah back into okay. the discussion, which we had in, had in the discussion. We read it first, but our Mishnah said here's almost a three-line quote. Ha'isha Sha'amra, a woman who says Hiskabali Giti to a Shaliach, she better make sure that she has Shrikha Shteki Te'edim, two sets of witnesses. Shnaim, two of them Shemra Bifneinu Amra, Vishnaim, another two Shemra Bifneinu Kibo Vekara. Okay, that was the Mishnah that we had, end of the right angle. Ve'amai, for one second here. If Mr. Shlish, a.k.a. Mr. Believable, is here, lehem ne Shlish. We should believe the Shlish. In other words, the guy who was the Shlish le Kabbalah. So he, that's what he says. Why do we need that? A set of witnesses here, a set of witnesses there. Well, yeah, you know, Mr. Believable, it's like Superman. Is Superman Superman when he doesn't have his costume on? I, I don't know. It was like a big machlokas. Is this guy uh, Mr. Believable? Sure, when he has the get. That was the case over there. He's actually got the document. But what happened in this case? He said it was torn up. He doesn't have the actual get. Mi kanafegita. Is he able to like whip out the get? Mi tute yade from underneath his like sleeve. De lehemne that we can believe him? And as Rav will still be okay. Because in that case, he doesn't have the get. He claims the get was torn up. Well, says the Gemara, Tainach, so we understand um, the uh, case that we need to have these Adim, Amra, that she had told the Shlish to do this. Kama, Kibel, but another set of witnesses that the Shlish actually received from the husband, Lamali, why would we need that? Amarava, do you have Reish Bays with a little chick chat here? It says Rava. Because mine's interesting. I don't, I don't use the thing here. Last word in the line? Okay, so this, for some reason, I guess the printer couldn't, I didn't have an extra olive, but Amarava Hamani, who's the author of this Mishnah? This is something that we've had, we had dealt with extensively at the beginning of the Mishnah. Is it Ede Mesira that clenched the divorce, or is it the Ede Ksiva that are the important Adim? So this would be Rebbe Elezer, the Amar Ede Mesira card. So those two Adim, are the ones that have to be there because it's the A.D. Messiah oh. that see the get being handed over that uh, caused the divorce to be effective. Comma. Okay. Um, why did he say, uh, or why those two witnesses say that, yeah, uh, we saw him receive the get and then he tore it up. Why is he tearing it up? Kara Lamali. Well, normally you might not tear it up, although the truth is now I think they do um, tear it up. Tear it up? Yeah, yeah they, I think so. They get rid of it. You don't keep the get. You have all the witnesses there. You have Shnei Edim there. The Shnei Edim don't go and testify to a basin, but we don't. I don't think we keep the get. Doesn't make any sense. Problematic with that. What you do is you have the divorce given, the two witnesses see it, tear it up, and those are the two witnesses, and Why it's recorded in basin. Why would it be a problem? That would be a proof. It might be a proof, or it might be. A, I, I, that, that, from what I understand, that's what goes on in Bate Dinim. If you ask somebody who's divorced and see what they do in there as so. <laughs> well. Let me ask you, have you ever seen a get? No. Yeah. Amrav Yehuda, you know why it was torn up? Because it happened to be. Amrav Yehuda, Marav, Shanu. You did not want to be found with contraband, otherwise known as like Jewish religious sort of articles, and that's why it was torn up. Okay. Uh, semicolon. Amar Rabo, Modu Rav Huna, the same Rav Huna that we had on the fifth line, who said... 
um, in that case where the husband says, I gave it to this trusty third party just to like hold on to. He says, no, I was a shaykh of Kabbalah. Rav Huna would agree. Rav Huna had said before that we believe the husband. He would agree. Di amra ihi. If the woman says, well, ladidi amar li shlish. The shlish told me de that was given to him by the husband for divorce. Mehemne, he would be believed. The Gemara question is one second here. Mi ika midi. Is there anything if the shlish himself said, uh, sorry, husband, like you gave it to me, I was a shlich Kabbalah for the wife, and he's not believed to say that, yet but when the wife comes along and says, he told me, that shlish told me that it was given to him as a shliach le Kabbalah of mine, that it would be believed, like that, that's backwards, that doesn't make any sense. Ella, so he's squiggling on the Ella, we rephrase this, Amra, if she claims like this, she says, I was actually there, Kamai DD. Like, I was in the room when my husband was there and Ashlish was there. Legerishin Yahaveni Hale, that he gave it, my husband gave it to the Shlish to divorce him, then Mehemna. She's believed. You know why? Because if she was in the room, and that's what she's claiming, Migu di Ibaya Amra, if she wanted to, so if she wanted to lie, she could have said, Ledida Yahaveni Hale, that she said it was given to me by the Baal, by the husband. Then she still needs to validate witnesses now. No. When she says she's the one. Remember, it's always when you have this schlish in between. She doesn't need witnesses that she received the get? Does she have the get? No, we're saying that she's getting a get, right? She doesn't have it now. So, but the case in the Mishnah where she needs the witnesses is where she's telling somebody else. That's, that's the, the issue over here. There's, there's this third party involved. No, we're saying that had she said she could have she could, she could said herself, I, he gave it directly to me. Does the husband say that he gave it? Husband agrees he gave it. Husband just says he gave it for some other reason. If she wants to lie, she'll say, you gave it, you gave it to me. You agree that you gave it. Remember, in, in this case, um, uh, the get is there. The, the get wasn't torn up. The, the, get, the get being torn up was in the Mishnah. This case, the get is there. Who's holding on to the get? The shush holding on to the get. Well, if she wanted to lie, she could simply say, I, I received it. The get's right here. Yeah. The husband doesn't have it. Another reason why we tear it up is we don't want these issues. Baal Amar Legerishin. Ushlish Amar Legerishin. Underline Baal. And underline the shlish. The husband says, yeah, there's that third party. He got it. Legerishin. The shlish, who underline says, Legerishin. Yeah, he gave it to me to have his wife divorced. Vehi, I underlined the vehi, Oimeris, she says, Nasanli, it's like everyone's agreeing here. Where is it, lady? Va'avad. She says that she lost it. Okay. Well, what do we do over here? Like, we need to get. If we had two witnesses, we had it recorded in a based in fine, but we don't have that. Where's, where's the evidence? We don't have it. Amr Byoichanan, Have Davar Erva, the Ein Davar Erva, Pachis Mishnayin. Okay, so basically it's. Uh, a issue of erva, of is she a married woman or not, and you got to have two witnesses. So in this case, like, if everyone agrees, the husband will just write another get and give it to her and have it properly witnessed and either hold on to the get or have it recorded and based in. The Gemara has four questions on this till we get to the next Mishnah. Here's question number one. Ve'amai, but one second over here. Ve'lehemne l'shlish. If the shlish again is Mr. Believable and everyone else is saying here, like, the Shlisha saying, yes, he gave it to me, the Gerishin, 
and I you know, handed it over to her, um, answers the Gemara, the problem again with the Shlish, Mr. Believable, is, yeah, when he can produce the get, when he's got the evidence, and he says that we totally believe him. However, mi kanafagita, mi is he producing the get to Lehemne that we should believe him? His amazing believability is along with the get. Okay, question number two. Well, there's another party here that maybe we should believe. Lehemne lebal. Standard case, um, husband says, I divorced my wife. That's what he tells us. You know what? Naaman, he's believed. Okay, so why don't we believe him over here? Well, he's not saying that he gave the get to his wife to get divorced. He's saying, I gave the get to the shaliach to be a shaliach to give it to my wife. And therefore the Gemara answers, Mika Amar, he's not saying Gei Rashti. Like if he was saying Gei Rashti, fine, we believe him. Okay, how about this though? Question number three. Velema, well, one second, he gave it to the shaliach. And the shaliach says he did his job. Why don't we go with the old chazaka shaliach, the shaliach that in general we assume, unless we know otherwise, and here everyone's agreeing to it, that the shaliach did what he's supposed to do. The case elsewhere is Let's say you have a person He's got a trusty uh, servant Let's call him Higgins He says, Higgins, I want you to go out and marry a woman for me Here's $10,000, go meet a Kaddish woman for me And then, uh, I don't know, like a week later Higgins shows up dead Now did Higgins go on the Kaddish woman for him? Did he not? I don't know, we don't know So he says, save a Kaddish Isha Stam And then The Shriach that he had sent before he can come back And tell him what happened, died Remember, we had this case, it was pretty extensive, but um, he basically asked because everyone could be possibly a relative of the woman that he was sent to the unless she doesn't have a mother, doesn't have a brother, doesn't have a sister, doesn't have, that was the, like an extreme case. So basically, it's asked everyone. Why? Because we base that on a chazaka, If Higgins was sent, Higgins is a trustworthy servant, and he probably did what he was supposed to do. So why don't we say that over here? Well, honey, mili, lechumra. What do we say? Yeah, we'll believe that Higgins did what he was supposed to do. L'chumra. And make it this poor guy can't really marry anyone now. He's, he's, he's very stuck. However, Lakula, which would be in this case, to assume that a woman that could be really actually still a married woman is not, that we're not going to say that we believe the Shliach did his Shlichus. So we'll believe a Shliach did the Shlichus if it ends up being a Chumra in the case, but here it ends up being a Kula. We can't apply it. A Kula... Oh, cool, because we'll say if we believe that the Shleach definitely handed the get over to her, then she's definitely divorced and she's no longer married. She can move in with uh, her new fiancé and get married to Steve, even though she was married to Bob. So here we're not going to accept it. Correct. Okay. Mashenkin, where we're saying that that guy who sent Higgins to be a Kaddish woman from, it's a Chumrah that we we'll end up slapping on him. Oh, how about this? One final question. The Lehemna le Dida. Why, why don't we believe her? She says, yeah, I, I, the, the Shleach gave me the get. We should believe her based on Rav Hamnuna. Dam Rav Hamnuna. Ha'isha Shamra Lebala. If you have a woman, and her husband is standing right across from her, and she says, Gerashtani, you divorced me. Nevenes. She's totally believed. Why? At least once upon a time, women, Chazaka, ein ha'isha me'iza pana bifnei bala. For her to look her husband in the eye and say, you divorced me, if that really didn't happen, it's really hard for us to buy, and therefore we'll believe her. Well, that's what she's saying right here, right? Well, hold on one second. What she would be saying in the case we believe her is when it's just her husband and her. 
just the two of them. Then she's believed. However, Hanimili Hechadaleka Dekamisayla. That's where there's no one else to kind of support her claim. However, like most human beings, especially female human beings, when there's somebody else to back them up, sometimes they get a little bit overconfident and might maybe not tell the truth. Aval de Law, if she's got someone, that's what the Shlich is saying. The, the, the shlish, the shliach, the one in the middle is saying, yeah, I, I delivered it to her. And she's saying, yeah, 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 you delivered it to me, but I lost it. And therefore, that, that basic human nature of not um, lying outright in the face of the, of the husband is if it's just her versus the husband. But when she's got the shlish to back her up, or the shliach to back her up, she would certainly not be assumed to be telling the truth because she could very well brazenly lie. Uh, three stages of a girl is a katana, and she has stay Cyrus turns twelve and turns uh, twelve. She becomes a naira that lasts for six months, and then she becomes a gadoila. When she's a katana, she's sort of like totally under the domain of her father, unless she gets totally married off to someone. Then she's on her own. Um, when she's a uh, bygaris, so she's already twelve and a half. She's also totally on her own. How about that naira stage, sort of like uh, naira? So she's 12, 12 and a half, kind of shaykh to her father still, kind of not shaykh to her father. And at the same time, she's me'orasa. She's not fully married, but she's engaged. So if you have a naira me'orasa, uh, it just ain't working out between her man and her. He's going to divorce her. Who receives the get? Who is the party who would receive it? By the way, if it's a katana, who is oh. Aresin? The father for sure does. If she's a gadol, like a bogaris, then she does. But he... Or Avia Mikabaniskita. Either her or her father would be equally valid to receive the get to have her be a divorcee. Amar of Yehuda, Bach Rabbi Yehuda, he says, one second, it's whether she's a divorcee or not, you cannot have two parties who have the same right regarding one other issue. Ein Yadaim Zochos Kaachas. So who then is going to have the ability for, let's say, a 12 and 3 month old to receive a divorce from her fiancé? Only her father. Comma. By the way, talking about uh, minors, females being married to men, if she's at the age where she can't really properly look after her get, is simply unable to be divorced. So does she have to keep the get or not keep the get? We said they tear it up. In which case? Any case. Does she know that she should keep it? Does she know it's an important document? If you give to one of your, you give to your two-year-olds. Uh, no, I'm saying we said before that the guy tears it up. I'm talking about nowadays. We didn't think it might be something else, but she would know the difference. It's an important document, or not an important document. You know, do you give the deed to your house to your one and a half year old, as cute as he might be? To slobber all oh, over it. She has the level of mental awareness that if it's important, she will keep it. Keep what? The actual document? Uh, if she needs to keep it, she'll keep it. If she doesn't need to keep it, if we don't allow her to keep it. Remember, we're also, this is a katana. I don't even think nowadays we even have such a thing. I hear what you're saying, though. But my kamifligi. What's the essential point of Machlokas? When you have a girl, 12 and 3 months, she's engaged, the husband can divorce her. Uh, the Tanakhama had said both the father and the girl, either one of them can accept the gets. The Rabbanan, I underline Savri, Yada Yeseirasa Zachila Rachmana. It's actually a, an extra, normally only one person can do that, but a, um, a full-fledged ability it did the uh, merciful one in the Torah 
uh, grant in this case. Okay? Yada um, Yasei Rasa. Whereas Rabbi Yehuda, who underlines the Savar, yeah, Yada Yasei Rasa, if like her father died, and she's a Saima, and then she's 12, let's say, in three months, she can totally take things over um, on her own. However, when her father is there and alive, then her hand or her ability to acquire, in this case, the get on her behalf, love klum, he is a big zero. And then we talked about some sort of, there has to be a level of mental uh, uh, awareness or uh, consciousness or development that she would know that she has to be shown her uh, get. Tanra Banan. Where brings a price, it goes for almost four lines. Ketana Yodas Lishmar's Gita. If she knows how to look after her get, mitzgah reshet, kama. And conversely, if she doesn't know how to, Okay, well, what would be like a sign as to whether she's reached that level of um, development mentally? Well, kol shemeshamer's gita that's like any girl who would, uh, you know, keep uh, an important document, which is her get, and something else. That's the end of the Brisa. What does that mean, and something else? My Ka'amar. What are we saying? So I underline Rabbi Yochanan. He's uh, first approach, and three lines later, we'll have Rav Huna Bar Manoach, who is a second approach. Rav Yochanan says, Haki Ka'amar. What we mean is, Kol Shemeshameres Gita Davar Acher is Kol Shemeshameres Davar Acher, Machmas Gita. Uh, we're talking about a girl whose level of development is that if she's given the get and for some reason doesn't have it, uh, keeps like a pencil eraser in its place. Okay, so she knows how to keep her gets, and if she doesn't have her get, she'll keep uh, a tissue box instead. The Gemara says that doesn't make any sense at all. That's indicative of a level of, of, of intellectual mental development. Ha! That, that, that's basically a, a, an insane person. If, if they have a document, what would the sane person do if he lost a document? Keep another document. You know, just roll it up so no one can see what's in it. But to keep something totally different, that doesn't make any sense. Ella, I don't know what the Havamina was, but I squiggle on the Ella. Ella Amar of Huna Barman Noach, Mishmed Ravacha, Braid Ravika. What does it mean that a girl has reached the stage of Meshamer's Gita and Davracher? Koshemavchenes ben Gita le Davracher. She can uh, differentiate between a document, which is her divorce document, and something else. That's the level of development. Okay. Period. I'm Rav Yehuda. I circled his name and underlined Ravasi. Rav Yehuda is famous he, throughout the Shas, who often quotes Rav Yehuda Marav, and then he'll say, and then I presented the issue to Shmuel, and is what he said. In this case, he's quoting Ravasi, and then he's going to uh, tell us what Shmuel had to say about that. So it says Rav Ravasi, a, uh, like a child who has the level of uh, intellectual development, that swerve zarkoi, egoi zvinoitloi. Hey, little kid, you want something important? You give him a little pebble? Throws away, I don't need this. You give him a hazelnut, like a little candy. Oh, and he, he takes that. That's a level of development that he can already be mezacha something for himself. Like when he takes something, it becomes his but he's not uh, old enough yet to necessarily accept something on somebody else's behalf. Now, you and I could do that. We're good at them. I can accept something for you, but not yet. However, comma, this is apparently another stage. Chayfetz umachzir l'acharsha. This is a real tough one with certain kids. Right? You have the kid over, he's playing with one of the toys, 
and then you tell him like it's time to go. You have to give it back, or you, you know, uh, Billy. So nice you're playing with it. You have to let Johnny play with it. Like World War Three breaks out. So Chayvitz, a, a, a child that's at the level where he takes something umachzira and he will return it lachar Like as soon as someone says you have to give it back, give it back. Then he's I guess a later stage and he's zeicha ben laasmai uben lacherim. He can uh, acquire something on his own behalf and for somebody else. That's what Rav Yehuda reports the name of Ravasi. Says Rav Yehuda, Ki Amrisa kamei Shmuel, underline Shmuel, says when I said this to Shmuel, Amarli, uh, Shmuel didn't like that. He said, no, da veda achasi. Uh, this one and that one are one. In other words, it's both the same din. Well, both the same that he can acquire for himself and not for somebody else, or both the same that he can acquire for himself and for someone else. My davada achasi. So, Amar of Chista, I circled of Chista, Whether he's at the stage of if you give him a candy, he'll just chuck it away. If you give him a, if you give him a rock, he'll chuck it away. If you give him a candy, he'll hold on to it. Um, or if it's the stage where if you give him something and you ask him back, he'll give it right back. Excuse me. He cannot acquire for other people. He's, he's still a minor. Okay. Um, this is going to be attacked twice. It's okay if we go a little bit into Dafsan, okay? So, Masiv, I put a triangle on this Masiv. And on the fourth line of Samachay Amad Aleph is another uh, Masiv. That, that one is brought by. Uh, Rav Avia, one, two, three, four lines down on Samachay Amad Aleph is a massive. So this one is bought by uh, someone referred to as Rav Chinina Varjan or Vardan, which is what's a Vardan? Rashi says he uh, actually could have been like a president of the United States. Manche, Virginia, which is a Makoim. Virginia, Virginia. Okay, anyway. This Rav Chinana brings the following snake source as a question on Rav Chista. Three-line b'risa. It says like this. Uh, we know there's a halacha of, let's say there's a, um, a central courtyard and a bunch of houses that open up into it. You can make a, um, an air of chatseros. Um, then you have a alleyway with a number of those different chatseros opening up into it. You could make a shituf mavuos. What's the mechanism? How do you go about making a sheet of mavuos? Case Well, you have one of the people who is uh, living in, in one of those houses in one of the chatseras, which is in the mavui. He takes a barrel, usually it's a barrel of, let's say, wine. And he declares, he has it in his house. This is basic for everyone who's in the same mavui. Now, and he transfers ownership, a little bit of uh, the contents of this barrel, to each and every one of the other members of the people who live in this um, mavui. And he does that. They don't have to come and take it, but he does it. He calls over like his 14-year-old son or his 16-year-old daughter. Or he could do it via his avdoi or or his Jewish male or female slave. That's the end of the price. That's how it's done. One second. Female slaves, Jewish female slaves. Hi, Shifcha Hechidami. How do you have a Shifcha who's a female slave? Ida Asa Shte Cyrus, if she's already got Shte Cyrus and she's more than 12. My Baya Gabe. What's she doing there? Like she goes free. She's not there. 
But yet we talked about a shivcha say lav. Rather, should we not say Cyrus? She doesn't yet have her Shtei Cyrus. The katana. She's a katana. She's a katana. And she can be the one to receive on behalf of like all the other members of the Mavui and the Chatzer. She's a katana. That's the question. Because Rav Chista had said, What did Rav Chista say right before the Masiv? You could be Zoha for yourself, but not for others. That's the question. Well, not really such a question. Why? Because we're bringing an example from Shituf Mavuos. Mida Araisa. Do you need to do any of that? They're always should say Yachids. Shiny Shituf Mavuos, because it's only Dirabanan. Hmm, that's a good answer. Such a good answer if Chista says. That put the Virginian in his place. That kind of shut him up. Amrav Chista Ishtik, or like silence was the Vardan. Now, usually we don't see that. It must be that there could have been a response that would have been given. My Havid Le Lameymar. It's interesting tomorrow. Well, because the Vardan was Ishtik. What could he have said? He could have actually given an answer. He could have said like this True, it's only a de Rabbanon. However, called the Takun Rabbanon, Ke'ain de Araisa Takun. When the Rabbanan make their gezeras, they make a kein deraisa, and maybe that's why. So maybe in the shittu mavuos that we we uh, we had, it would be a derabbanan, but it would be kein the deraisa. What would Rav Chista, so to speak, have said back to that if uh, Rav Chinnan uh, of Ardan would have said that? Veidach, you know what Rav Chista would have said? Ki amrina, where we say kol tzakon rabbanan kein deraisa talkon that concept. That is something, b'milsa, an issue, de islayik min that at least has a source, min ha However, that's right, b'milsa de leislay, aval milsa de leislayik min ha low, like shutum a voice, which doesn't have any ikum min ha here's our second triangle, and we'll, uh, this one's brought by Ravavi. Again, if it's a triangle, this would be another question on Rav Chis, Rav Chis is the one who said, echazev echaz zeh, Kid can be zeichel for himself, but not for others. Okay. The uh, tonight's source here is a mission. Maseches Meiser Sheni. Meiser Sheni. I'm a farmer. I live up in Svat. I have my stuff, so I have to take my Meiser Sheni to Yerushalayim. I have to. I don't get an eighteen wheel truck and pile all this stuff back. There is a solution, though. I can redeem it until like cash money, and then bring the cash money uh, to Yerushalayim. However, when I redeem my own stuff, I have to add a chaymesh. If somebody else redeems my stuff, or I redeem somebody else's stuff, then I don't have to add a chaymish. Okay, so any um, beginning Jewish businessman, or even not, can figure out one second. So I'm going to have to, I have like $10,000 of stuff here. Maybe they're going to pay 10000 plus a chaymish, or just 10000 You know what? Ma'arimin, we can have a harama al ma'isr sheni, so that he'll only have to pay the amount, not the extra chaymish. Kate said, how so? Well, we call over the uh, those other characters around the house sometimes. Calls over his fifteen-year-old you know, or seventeen-year-old daughter or son. Or la avdei u shifcha say ha'ivrim. I squeal in the line shifcha. There's our shifcha, uh, our, our Jewish uh, uh, maid servant. Halacha ma'is halalu. Listen, and I give you this uh, five thousand dollars in cash. Upadu bahen meiser sheni and I want you to be the one. I'm not going to do it. You're going to redeem this meiser sheni. That's the end of the quote of the Tanaic source. We'll ask the same way we asked before. Hi, Shifcha Hechidami. What's going on talking about? Shifcha. How can you have a Shifcha? If she had Shtei Saras, means she's a Gedola. My Bayagabe. Why is she still there? She goes free automatically. Elalav. Delo Asya. Shtei Saras. So then we see again that a 
katan, or in this case a katana, can be zaycha something for other people. Well, we brought this in because apparently if it's like Meister Shani, that's probably Doraisa, the Torah does talk about bringing Meister Shani. However, hachavah mayaskinan, answer the Gemara, what are we talking about here? The Meister Shani, or the Meister Bizman Hazeh, nowadays, that it's only Dirabanan. Okay, one second. Nowadays, it's only Dirabanan. And one of the examples we gave is if you have an Amma Haivriya. Do we have Amma Haivriyas these days? Certainly not. The Gemara has Amma Haivriya, Bizman Hazeh, Mi Ika, question mark, comma, Vahatanya. We have a Bryce that says very clearly this whole concept of Evid Ivri or Amma Haivriya. Ain Evid Ivri Noeg, El Bizman Shahayoyvel Noeg. And, and Yovel is, we all know Yovel now? Not, not at all. Ella, rather, what are we going to say? That the produce that was having the Meister Shani taken, uh, and then that Meister Shani uh, redeemed onto cash money, Ella, I squiggle it on the Ella, Be'atzitz She'enoi Nakuv. It was in a plant box, as where it was grown, but it doesn't have a hole in it, and therefore the whole issue of bringing it anyway is only Dirabanan. Even in the good old days when there was a base of Migdash, it was known it's only Dirabanan. Period. Uh, Adkant.